Welcome to Taste Talks, where we discuss all things faith and family. And to finish our mission's emphasis, we get to have the McCormicks from Peru with us today. It's exciting to have you with us. They, uh, they've been in Peru now for uh, like two years? Two and a half years. Two and a half years, and it's exciting. We've got to hear their story. They've planted a church already, and God is doing some amazing things. This is uh, Mitch and Jacqueline McCormick, and they have a son, uh, two sons, Landon and Ryan, and they're with us here for our missions conference. And of course, this is way beyond where our missions conference was, but we wanted you to meet them. They're a wonderful family doing a wonderful uh, work for the Lord. And we just like to hear your story. We'd like to hear about uh, how God called you and a little bit about your background, how you met each other. So why don't we start with that? Tell us, first of all, where you grew up and, and, and then how you guys met. First, thank you for having us here. It's a pleasure to be here with you all today. And uh, yeah, so my story is really, I guess everyone's story is unique, but we started in uh, California. My wife and I both grew up in Southern California. Did you go to the same church? Uh, actually, no. So I went to a school school and church that was two hours away <laughs> from, my, from my wife. She was in Los Angeles near the Hollywood area, and I was in Banning, California, which is just a really small town in Riverside County. And so we were both it's out out in the desert area. Out in the desert, yeah, okay. yes, sir. So it's just as hot as like out here in Las Vegas, Vegas yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, I I grew up in a Christian home, uh, just like my wife, and uh, went to a Christian school. And, but I really didn't get serious about my faith until I was in high school. I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was twelve, and uh, really started seeking the Lord um, after I got to college. To be honest, it's really kind of embarrassing, but. I got to college and really started to get serious, finding out what God had for me. Now, what college did you go to? I went to Pensacola okay. Christian College. Okay. And I went there. That's actually where I met my wife. Um, initially, I went there. I was looking for the cheapest school, to be honest, the <laughs> cheapest school where I could go and uh, uh, pay for it myself. And so I found out Pensacola's, they had a program there. Was They pay for your fourth year free. And I uh, went through that program, went through nursing school there, actually. Um, my wife and I both wanted to be doctors originally, and so... We both went to nursing school. We're going down the medical route. And uh, anyway, we graduated there as nurses and actually were looking to get involved in, in medical school. My wife and I were applying to medical schools. And uh, it was during that time that God continually, through our, our walk with the Lord, just continued to put missions on our heart over and over again. We didn't know what capacity that would be, if it would be short-term missions trips or if it would be, be a full-time service. And so we continually prayed about it. And uh, through that time, God really made it clear to us that he wanted us to be in full-time ministry. And so I started searching, uh, kind of canceled all those applications for med school and started looking for training, additional training for the mission field. And it was that time we found a, a seminary in Georgia, and we continued there for three more years. And during that time, worked as nurses in the hospitals and continued paying for everything, of course. Um, had our first son and uh, actually our second son as well during that time and started deputation not too much longer after that. And so um, God pulled us from the medical field, but we still have that opportunity to use it now on the mission field in Atiquipa, Peru. Um, but uh, we're so excited to be having the opportunity now to be able to serve the Lord now in Atiquipa. We've been there two and a half years and uh, just so thankful. So now how did you and Jacqueline meet? Jacqueline, tell us, how did how did he approach you? How, how did he? How did you two meet? <laughs> well, to be honest, um, I have to give some credit to his roommate um, because his roommate was from my home church and school um, oh. where I grew up in California. Okay. Um, older than me. Uh, he was in his junior year, I think. 
and he had a younger brother um, who was in my class. And so he was kind of looking out for his younger brother and all of his friends. And um, he told us all as a, as a group, you know, hey, my, my roommate's also a freshman nursing major. And we were all, we had this like little little group together from, from Faith Baptist that we were like the freshman nursing group. And um, we actually um, got to meet a few of your students, I think, from Liberty. Okay. And they kind of joined our group really fast as well. <laughs> but um, Westerners have got to stick together. <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> and so um, he, he came to lunch. I didn't really, we didn't really talk during lunch. But then from that, we invited him to um, a game night. And so we were playing a Monopoly deal. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. Monopoly? Oh. Uh, Monopoly mm-hmm. deal. So it's the it's the card version of the game, Oh, basically. really? Okay. Yes. Yes, and, our family uh, is, is very is gambling. Is it? I mean, <laughs> cards, that sort of fits in with what we're doing here in Las Vegas. Okay. So um, basically, I knew the game really well. And... Um, my husband did not. And so he was sitting right next to me and he was, it, it's a little bit of a complicated game the first time you play it. And he was asking me some questions like, you know, what do I do if I have these, these cards? Does this make a set of houses? And, um, I might've given him some bad advice that helped me win. Um, <laughs> but, um, after that, basically we, we became friends. And then, um, after a freshman year, we started dating. So, you became friends by you cheating him out of winning the game. Did, did she win the game? That's yes. what I want to know. She, she instantly won the game. It that... wasn't like a long played out thing either. It was immediately after my hand, she took all the cards I put down and won the game. So that's And that attracted you to her. <laughs> instantly, I knew. So how long after that did he finally ask you out on a date or, or ask for permission to date you? Or well, if we're going to... Yeah, after that, I really started to pursue Jacqueline after I found out her card ability. And so, um, but I found out that she had had these rules set up where she was going to be hard hard to get. And so I found out that through that whole freshman year, I was continuing to try to court her. Um, but um, she said she wanted to sp- spend her first year um, single. And so I continually, for the first year, continued to just kind of pry away at the I'm wearing doors. you down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give me some knuckles, man. <laughs> and so after our first first year during the summer, um, I asked her out finally, and she, she accepted. Oh, this couple great. has been so hospitable to our church family. We actually went. This is, we went um, just, was it last month? We were in, in Peru. Peru. And I think we were in their home for dinner at least five or six times of the nine days that we were there. And I'm telling you, it was amazing to watch these people that were only there for two and a half years. They acted as if they had lived there for over a decade. We're on this bus and you'd see Jacqueline just jump out and be like, uh, I'm going to, I'll be back. And she'd leave and she's walking on the streets by herself. This You should see her. She is like as blonde as you get. She looks like Elsa from, you know, Anna and Elsa Frozen. And she just does not. I knew I saw you before somewhere. She does not fit into the look of Peru. (laughs) But she fits in because she just goes in and does everything that she needs to get done to minister there. And um, she go and just get things done. And I, I'm just sitting there in awe thinking, wow, are you safe doing what you're doing? And she was. But, and their little kids would be on the buses with us. And I mean, they just really enjoyed. They looked as though they really enjoyed serving the Lord as a family. Well, that's great. 
So then you then you got married. Uh, how did you wait till you graduated or? Did yes, you... yes, that was again. I think that was more of my in laws making rules that were set in place. So we waited till we graduated, and uh, after we graduated, we got married pretty quickly afterwards. And then we. Started... My mother in law made me wait ten days after I got married. Then I think then we got married. There you go. Ten days. I dated her for three and a half years, and finally, ten days. I said. If I have to wait till after we get married, after we graduate, then why don't we get graduate in the morning and get married in the afternoon? Um, and I agree. Uh, and uh, but sh- they weren't interested in that. That they I had to wait ten extra days. I think you did okay. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yes, we got married pretty quickly afterward, and uh, then we moved to Georgia, and that was when we really started to to seek the Lord and see how He. He play out missions in our family's life. And you were with Vision Baptist Missions. Yes, sir. Yes, okay. We were Vision Baptist Missions there, and they're, they have a training center there as well. Bible Can you classes. explain a little bit about that? Because I was really impressed when we went to Peru, how everybody's set up, like the training that's involved and then specifically placed so that they can grow teams in these different areas. I loved that. Was, in, in Vision Baptist yes, Missions. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So they have, it's, it's a... It's a mission board, but a, apart from that, it's also a training center or, I mean, it is a, a Bible college, but they have one specific major, and that is church planning and foreign mission field. And so they have classes there from on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and on Fridays as well, they have a roundtable meeting as well with veteran missionaries, and that one's more practical setting. And so... I've actually been there and spoken at that. Oh, yeah. yes, that's yeah. true. I, I remember that now, now that I say that. But yeah, so we have... Um, all those different classes that are set up, and they have a two-and-a-half to three-year program that they have as well. And after you finish that, of course, then you can be put in to see um, if you want to be a missionary or or whatever the Lord has for you after that point. And so with, apart from that also, there's the mission board as well. So people from other Bible colleges as well can come in and um, do an internship program there, and that's a different, little bit of a different route. And like, for you guys, um, when, you were, um, when you went to Peru— um, correct me if I'm wrong, but you weren't supposed to start a church for two years. Is that correct? Like yes, the right. idea is go be amongst the people. Mm-hmm. And it, can you explain what happened with you guys? Yeah. Cause that's really neat yeah, how so that worked with out. With our mission board, it's first two years is learn the language and work with a veteran missionary. And so during that first two years, you're supposed to do nothing more than go to language school. And at the same time, working in, along a veteran missionary, sees how, see how he plants a church. It's like so an that, internship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then you come back on a short furlough, what we're on now, and you're supposed to come back for four years, and that's when you start planting churches. Mm-hmm. But what would happen with us, we finished uh, language school after the first year, and um, I was just starting to get involved in different churches that were in the area. And a pastor came to me and said that um, he was looking to— to quit the ministry, and there was a church building. There was nobody there, and uh, he asked if I'd be willing to go down there and just try starting something. And I, I first I told him no because it was against the rules of what our mission board says, and also I had just got there and did not feel confident enough to preach um, that You're much. Like K, exactly. <laughs> and, <Kate>? What? <laughs> and so because of that. Um, I told him no at first. He came to me again. His pastor actually came to me and asked me a second time. And because there was nobody going there and there was no services really, I just decided I, I can't I can't destroy something that's not there. So what's the worst <laughs> that could happen? Right. And so we just started um, working at El Salvador Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was about, I guess, eight or nine months ago now. And um, 
God's really blessed, despite of us, really. I've seen that he can just use about anybody to, to proclaim his gospel. So we've really seen a lot of success through there, through El Salvador. They had a children's event that was 800 people show up. Is that what? Am we've I saying that right? I mean, you've had... Yeah, from different events we've had. We've had se- several thousand people that have showed That's up through amazing. our different community events that we've had there. And uh, there's a, a faithful group of around 80 to 90 people that shows up now. And so um, God's really blessed. We had our first wedding right before we came down. And yeah, that was neat. I we heard, heard that. That was that so this, neat. Yeah. And you yeah. and Jackie's the one that got to lead her to the Lord and take her through discipleship. Uh, that is so yeah, neat. That was a great story. If you, if, if you can, go on experienceliberty.com and watch the interview with our four missionary families that we've talked about. You can go to the archives of experienceliberty.com and they can they can get our you can you can watch this interview with our four missionary families and hear the story that Jackie told. We don't have time on this podcast that uh, Jack, I called you Jackie. Is that okay? Jack okay. Uh, so that she told about how she led this lady to the Lord. It was great, great story. So she led him, him to, her to the Lord. Then her husband got saved, or not her husband, her boyfriend got saved. And then they said they needed to do, do it right. And so uh, they wound up doing their first wedding because they got married, and now they're members of the church and Amen. serving the Lord. Amen. Yes, sir. And they got baptized right afterwards. And uh, yeah, like you said, they're now he's a painter, and so he's helped paint the church. He's helped Aww. do a lot of work in the church as well. And so we're really thankful for that family. We actually got to experience Mitch's first time ever um, being an interpreter <laughs> for us English-speaking people. Pastor Ruiz, our pastor, became, was one of the guest speakers when we came, and he spoke, and Mitch did a phenomenal job, but he was kind of forced to by our... <laughs> did you know Spanish before you went down there? Oh, I, I, the funniest part of the whole story is because it's mandatory in California. You take two years of foreign language, and our Christian school actually um, never got the material. And so my uh, principal came up to me and said, Mitch, we're willing to put 100% on both Spanish 1 and 2 and just pretend it never happened if you're okay with it. And I thought, when am I going to use Spanish? <laughs> oh my goodness. He just ratted out his principal. That's okay. Right you got a real Python. degree from PCC. You did not so. hear that here on Python. Wow. Yes, so I never, I didn't know how to do anything in Spanish the first wow. day I got there. Is that right? Oh, they're so impressive, though. It's so neat. I mean, if you're looking for a place to go do a, a missions trip, going and seeing them on the field, it, it was incredible. Like, you don't you don't just see their ministry. You get to see the, well, there's like 40 different ministries that have been started out of it there in Peru. But we got to visit about five or six. And today I saw that the church, Love Baptist Church, mm-hmm. um, they had a huge boulder behind their building, like like bigger than this room, boulder that was just there and it was being chiseled away. It was massive. Like, and they said, oh, we have all this property. And you're, you're thinking, what are they going to do with this? <laughs> and there were some broken pieces. Like we have pictures of Rob Berger, you know, hammering at it and Trey hammering at this big boulder. Well, today they posted it's all cleared out and ready for a whole church to be expanded in the back of it within a month. Getting, I getting mean, rid of a boulder. Yes. Yes. I mean, the things that they have to do, but, it, and we saw one church building, they said it was a big hole in the ground. And they said, 
um, let's all pray over this together. This is our property now, and we want to have a church here soon. Well, we're thinking soon, like two years in the States, you know. Um, two weeks later, they had it all cleared out, and they had the frame, and people were meeting there last week for church. Whoa. I mean, it's a, it is an incredible place to go visit and be encouraged to give to missions and to be part of missions. And they treat you very well, and you're not— Scared, and it's only seventy-two <laughs> degrees all the time. It's is that what I heard? Beautiful Perfect see, weather. That that will be appealing to my wife and I. So, uh, so that's great. that's true. There's a lot of there's a lot of pastors that have young children now because this is an older ministry, mm-hmm. and so it would be really really great for someone like you to come along and be able to show them how family is really important. And uh, that's a little plug from David, isn't it? Because <laughs> David, keep, David Gardner keeps saying, let's get your dad out, out here. I agree. I agree. It'd be great. So, so pray for our health. And if our health is better within the next 12 months, then we may be coming over. Mm-hmm. So. Well, thank you so much for joining us. If people need to get in contact with you or if they'd like to go on a trip with you. And, or support you. Or support you. <laughs> yes. What? How would they do that? Do you have a website? Yes, we, we have a website. It's called reachingperu.com. And um, our website's reachingperu.com. You could also contact me. My full name is Sean Mitchell McCormack. And so my Gmail is um, is just my full name. There's no spaces. There's no there's no periods or anything. Sean Mitchell McCormick. Your first at name is Sean. We yeah. have been S-E-A-N. deceived this whole time. Yes, that's my real Sean first name. Sean is Mitch is actually <laughs> Sean, people. All of you who went on our missions trip, don't feel deceived as I do now. <laughs> and so, yes, if you feel free to send an email there, and I'd, I'll get back to you as quickly as possible. Jackie, what's your real name? It's just Jacqueline. So okay. <laughs> please don't feel deceived. <laughs> Okay. It is neat though when you get to go and see the field and see what they're how they're they they bring you into their homes and you get to see the lives of their children. They are there with you and traveling. We were there for I think nine days with them, but it was it was an incredible thing to witness um, so many people um, their lives getting affected. When we went, we went. Um, kind of like what we would call door knocking out here. We walked the streets of Peru and and they weren't, they said that the areas we were at were very poor areas. And as we walked the streets of Peru and just like handing out tracks, you're like, is anybody going to come to this? And then you show up and there's 300 people at this big event and and then they get to share Jesus. It's just really, really neat. Now, you guys plan to stay there for like, you want to plant your lives there? and Yes, ma'am. Yes. We're looking to to start our lives there and continue. There's a lot of areas in, in southern Atiquipa that we're going to continue. They have no churches. And so we're looking actually when we come back from the short furlough to start our second church and possibly our third during that next four years. When they took their trip down there, it affected my life as well because I was watching their three children for nine days. And that's why we couldn't come because I was... I'm it's caused mental problems for me the last... You get a a good grandpa. Second and third church you're talking about. We're looking in the next next term. Is that what... So the you leaving the church that you were at is there now a pastor taking over that church yes we have someone that's taking it over just depending how these six months go uh-huh. we'll see but um we have somebody there that's a he's a wife and he's been to bible college and mm-hmm. so it's one of the perks of working in a ministry that's 
30 years old is there's already an established Bible college right. there. And so uh, we had somebody that worked with me during the six to seven months I was there. And now he's he's full and he's full fledged in charge right now. And so we'll see how this time goes and looking to start another church when I go back. Will you talk a little bit about your Bible college really quick, what they do there? How Because that was amazing, how there's why there's so many churches and how it is a, an established ministry, but how that works, how people get to the Bible college and all that. Yes. So there's a Bible college in Atakipa, Peru, that was started about 25 years ago. And uh, they have property that was purchased a long time ago as well that would not be possible now. But because of that, we have lots of room. There's people from Ecuador, Venezuela. Peru, all over South America, Brazil, um, that come to this Bible college, and that they have one major as well, and that's church planning in, at this Bible college. And so all these young men that are coming through are, are looking to plant churches. And so um, usually when they graduate, then you can just gravitate, gravitate towards a couple of them and really look to see if you can help them um, plant a church as well. And so it's a huge help. Uh, this Bible college is um, not independent, and so it gets funding from the United States that mm-hmm. helps to keep it alive. And um, but because of that, there's I mean, there's hundreds of Bible college students that are coming through and they're having the opportunity of becoming equipped to then go out and, and plant a church as well. Not just in Peru, we have people in Africa, all over South South yeah. America as well, of course, that are that are planting churches. Yeah, that was that was what was just truly amazing. Oh yeah, we're sending out missionaries to Ecuador from Peru. I mean, we were, it was just fascinating. We actually got to go in and witness some of the Bible classes that were going on Mark during Coffey the time. Mark is in South Africa and he came from, from that. Uh, yes. That yes. Got trained down there. Yeah. So. And they were, yeah, they were there for a while. She was actually, when we were down there messaging me, she was saying how much she loved it there and how, how they miss it and how beautiful it is. That's missionaries of ours. Um, so this has been wonderful. I love talking about the mission field and the work that people have been doing out there. Um, is there any specific prayer requests that you say, hey, would you pray for us for this? Is something that they can pray for when we they get off of this listening that they can pray for you guys specifically? We're going to be heading back to the field at that time. And so if you could pray for our family and um, the fact that we'll have a new newborn, just a one month old uh, when you're listening mm-hmm. to this. And so if you could pray for her health, that we get everything situated, new passport taken care of and uh, for her and that there's no complications there. And then, of course, uh, the funding for our, our second and third church. Pray that we're able to continue to, to find the funding for that during our time here in the States and um, that God will be able to bless our time there during our next furlough. If you'd like to support them, you can you can contact uh, Vision Baptist Church in Alpharetta, Georgia. Pastor's name is Trent Cromwell, and you can uh, again contact them at I got there it is S Mitchell McCormick 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 right. You got your glasses on, Dad. I'll mess something up at gmail.com. That you can do that, and they can get in touch with you through Vision. Is that correct? That's good. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Tice Talks, and it's more than a conversation.